traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Tortoise. Hi, I'm Brooklyn Beckham, and, and this, this is, is the GQ, GQ Couples, Couples Quiz. Quiz. That was really oh, on scene. Oh my god! Are you ready? It's Valentine's Day, February 2022. Nicola Peltz, the daughter of an American billionaire, and Brooklyn Beckham, the son of Britain's most famous couple, are in the middle of a PR blitz. What they're selling is themselves, or really, their relationship. In just a few weeks, they're getting married. Okay, what do I love about you? Everything. At 22 years old, Brooklyn is nearly five years younger than Nicola, but he's the one who seems more at ease on camera. She glances at him occasionally for what seems like reassurance. They're charming and chatty, and in early 2022, they are suddenly everywhere. Hi, I'm Nicola Peltz. And I'm Brooklyn. And this is British Folks. Mr. and Mrs. Challenge. I mean, Brooklyn, you're getting married in a couple of months' time. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank We're you. very much looking forward to it. Hi, Vogue. It's Brooklyn. And today I'm cooking a special Valentine's dinner uh, for my fiance, Nicola. She's actually here to help me. It's a love story that's played out all over social media to his 15 million and her 2.9 million Instagram followers. A fairy tale for the digital age that is now propelling them into the mainstream. Describe my ideal wedding. So by Valentine's Day, brand Peltz Beckham is in full swing. The countdown to the wedding is on. Probably our two families, very small, very <laughs> petite, you know, very lovely, like, <laughs> colours, like, light, your favourite colours, light pink. Light blue, you know, creams. Do you know what? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but our, our wedding's going to be lovely. You did hack it. <laughs> Nicola's polite laughter makes sense two months later when they tie the knot in a multi-million dollar ceremony at her 13-acre family home in Palm Beach, Florida. With around 600 invited guests and three days of celebrations, it is the antithesis of small. In the days after the ceremony, a series of coordinated images with the Vogue watermark flood social media. A month later, in May, the magazine publishes an exclusive write-up. It details the tears, the speeches and, of course, the year-long fitting process for her custom Valentino dress and the trips to the atelier in Rome. It is a picture-perfect day with a press rollout that's planned to the final detail. That is, until eight months later when Nicola's father quietly files a lawsuit. Nelson Peltz is an activist investor who spent 2022 building a multi-million dollar stake in Unilever, the consumer goods company, and gearing up for a fight with Disney. He is worth around $1.5 billion. Now, he's suing two wedding planners for a deposit of $159,000. 
Forget Disney. Forget Unilever. This suit becomes Nelson Peltz's real battle. Because the wedding planners, well, they come out swinging. They file a 188-page countersuit calling Nelson Peltz a billionaire bully. And they release hundreds of private text messages and emails from the run-up to the big day. If the wedding was a PR extravaganza, launching Nicola Peltz and Brooklyn Beckham onto the celebrity stage as the hot new Gen Z couple, then the lawsuits pierce the carefully curated image. They reveal the, quote, shit show behind the curtain. You know, for someone that has no idea about this world and is reading these messages and they're trying to assess, is this normal or is this an example of chaos? It's not normal, it's total chaos. This is insane. The Peltz Beckham wedding is a glimpse into the world of the rich and the famous, how they live and how they party. The gorilla was like any other gorilla who goes to people's houses to entertain. And it was just for entertainment. But it's more than that. It reveals the fundamental difference between fame and wealth and the power of a good narrative. It's about the game of celebrity and who knows how to play it. I'm Claudia Williams and you're listening to the Slow Newscast from Tortoise. In this episode, we're asking, what happens when you treat a wedding like a billion dollar business deal? Brooklyn Joseph, and how's Victoria? She's very well, she's set up, she's um, drinking champagne. Brooklyn Beckham has been an object of national fascination since the moment he was born. His dad, David, is one of the most successful footballers of all time. His mum, Victoria, was in one of the most successful pop groups of all time. At their Robin Hood-themed wedding in 1999, Brooklyn was a snoozing four-month-old in a miniature cowboy hat. The pair exchanged vows at a pedal-strewn folly by the lake of Luttrellstown Castle. Details of the nuptials, a closely guarded secret to safeguard a magazine contract, only emerged shortly before the ceremony at 4pm. They sold exclusive access to OK magazine for a record £1 million, in a deal that changed the world of celebrity coverage and catapulted the Beckhams to superstardom. Lainey Louie is the editor of the gossip site LaineyGossip.com and the host of Canada's most-watched entertainment show. They're glamorous, they're beautiful, they have now ventured into independent businesses beyond their initial careers that made them famous. And they've brought their children along with them. And that's how we met Brooklyn. We have basically watched him grow up. In recent years, Brooklyn has struggled to settle on a career football didn't work out. Then there was a short-lived time as a photographer. He's currently trying his hand at being both a stylist and a celebrity chef. I'm not a chef yet. This is the very start of my food journey. His video series, Cooking with Brooklyn, was released last year on social media. According to the New York Post, each 10-minute episode cost $100,000 and took a team of 62 to make. Reviews were mixed. Comments underneath the videos range from he's a natural and his parents did a wonderful job to all you are is an entitled brat playing at cooking. As for Nicola Peltz, she is the daughter of an American billionaire, but also an actress. She has been in several movies and projects, but I wouldn't say that she's a household name. 
Nicola Peltz is less well-known than Brooklyn Beckham, but she has a more straightforward career. She's an actress. She's had parts in the Transformers franchise and the Netflix film Holidays, and she just wrapped her directorial debut in an indie film. They met, where else, at Coachella Music Festival in 2017, but they didn't start dating until late 2020. The engagement was swift. They live in LA, and they count the singer Selena Gomez as their joint best friend. If the Beckhams are one of the most famous families in the world, the Peltzes are one of the most wealthy. Brooklyn and Nicola signed an unusually late prenup just days before the wedding. And it's not the Beckhams' estimated £450 million fortune that's being protected. It's the Peltzes' $1.5 billion. My name is Spencer Jacob. I'm the editor of the Heard on the Street column at the Wall Street Journal and have been a financial journalist for 20 years. To understand the wedding and where we are now, you need to know about Nicola's family, particularly her dad. Her mother, Claudia Peltz, is a former model and socialite. 80-year-old Nelson Peltz is one of the richest people in the US. His grandfather had founded uh, a food company and he dropped out of the Wharton School, which is uh, one of the premier finance schools here in the US before graduating. and went to go work for the company, thought it would be temporary, and it turned into the beginning of a very long career running, buying, selling companies through all kinds of high-stakes gambles and that, that began in the 1970s. For the next two decades, Nelson Peltz bought and sold companies. In the 80s, corporate raiders like Nelson Peltz gained cult status. They were seen as ruthless capitalists who concentrated wealth at the top and only cared about short-term profits. They were the inspiration for the character of Gordon Gekko in the 1987 film Wall Street. In the late 1990s, along with his investors, Nelson Peltz bought the drinks company Snapple for $300 million. Everyone thought he'd overpaid. A few years later, he sold it for a billion dollars. So his legend was was cemented. And then since then, he's founded an investing partnership that is a different kind of company. It doesn't take over companies, but it makes aggressive runs at them and asks them to change things. And so that's that's really considered activist investing, as opposed to the way he got his start, which was a much riskier game called being a corporate raider and doing it with his own money. Now he does it mainly with other people's money. He played a part in Kraft's takeover of Cadbury and intervened in major consumer goods companies Procter & Gamble and, of course, Unilever. He's the chairman of fast food group Wendy's. A source who went up against Nelson Peltz in a proxy fight described him as a formidable player who will fight tooth and nail to get what he wants. Someone who, quote, isn't afraid to throw around his weight. Since the 1980s, the Peltzes have owned a family home in Bedford, an elite rural town in New York State. They bought it through Sally Siano, a realtor who describes herself as a house whisperer. The general price range for a house in my area, a homestead, on at least 50 to 100 acres, would be somewhere like 35 million. In Bedford, the Peltz family live in High Winds, a 130-acre estate. Their neighbours include Carl Icahn, the American investor worth more than $24 billion, and Donald Trump. In 2020, Nelson Peltz threw Donald Trump a fundraising dinner where tickets cost $580,600 per couple. He later said he regretted voting for him. Nelson Peltz used to commute to Manhattan from Bedford using a 52-foot-long helicopter, 
until the town sued him over the noise. He gave it up in 2001 after a five-year legal battle. They're very, very social people. They're very much fun to be with, be around. Nelson took me and showed me a beautiful 40-foot waterfall that he built in the back of the mountain. And around the waterfall, he put a, a, a little a picnic area and the water comes dripping down. You would never know where you are. So these are houses of dreams. And Nelson and Claudia always give a fabulous party. There's one particular party that I'm keen to ask about. In a book about her career, Sally describes a gorilla running around the Pelts house and nearly knocking over the vases. I want to confirm whether it's really a gorilla, but she doesn't want to labour the point. The gorilla was like any other gorilla who goes to people's houses to entertain. It was just great. And it was a, the house was filled with wonderful people, young and old, which it always is. Nelson served what they call a white glove service. There's also an estate in Palm Beach known as Mont Sorrel, worth an estimated $75 million, with a second mansion across the road. The interior is done in most, like, Russian style. It's like visiting a museum every single day. It's here, on Palm Beach's Billionaire's Row, that Nicola and Brooklyn get married, in a wedding reported to cost $3.5 million. Two worlds collide. Extreme fame and extreme wealth. For three days, the two Peltz mansions are surrounded by private security, police and dogs. Inside are even more security guards. One valet, who's used to working these types of events, said he'd never seen anything like it. An informed source describes it as opulent, but not quite A-list. Most of the big-name celeb guests are friends of the Beckhams. Eva Longoria, Gordon Ramsay, a couple of Spice Girls. Yeah, their wedding became the most publicity or generated the most publicity that either one of them has ever had. In the days after, Nicola and Brooklyn's social media handles are updated to their new shared surname. The Met Gala becomes their first appearance as a married couple. They film it for Vogue. It's like our first outing being married, which we're very excited about. Yeah. Love you. (gasps) Not the makeup case. It seems, perhaps, a little too perfect. Gossip radars are twitching. Like every celeb couple courting the world's attention, they are plagued by rumours. There's talk of a feud between Nicola and Brooklyn's mum, Victoria, an obsession with who's talking to who, and eyebrows raised about the bride's choice to wear that Valentino dress rather than something designed by her mother-in-law. But it turned out the real drama was on its way, and it would come from the man normally confined to the business pages, Nelson Peltz. In November 2022, seven months after the wedding, it's reported that Nelson Peltz acquires a roughly $900 million stake in Walt Disney. He's not the largest shareholder by far, but he's the loudest shareholder and was demanding all kinds of changes. Soon, he's vying for a seat on the company's board so that he can be more involved in Disney's decision-making. The bullish activist investor is, once again, in action. And this time, Nelson Peltz has friends in high places. His biggest supporter within the company, Disney's Marvel chair, was reportedly at his daughter's wedding months earlier. His budding proxy battle for a board seat makes headlines in the business world. 
And then news breaks that Nelson Peltz has filed a lawsuit against two planners, Nicole Braggin and Ariana Grijalba, who briefly worked on the Peltz Beckham wedding. He describes them as unprofessional and incompetent and accuses them of misrepresenting their experience. He claims they were fired before they signed an official contract and so he's requesting the return of money sent during negotiations as an act of good faith a deposit of $159,000, which is pocket change for a man like him. It's an unexpected move. His legal filing reads like a Hollywood drama. Subheadings include... Peltz is hoodwinked by the party planners. The NDA that was and the contracts that weren't. March the 4th, 2022. The Day of Reckoning. It describes his daughter Nicola as a, quote, world-famous actress who has starred in blockbuster movies and television shows, and then, unusually, details some of her acting credits. Brooklyn is described simply as the son of David Beckham and Victoria Beckham, and it paints a chaotic picture in the weeks leading up to the wedding. The original wedding designer leaves the project with just six weeks to go. The pair who replace him, the ones being sued, last a matter of days. For Nelson Peltz, the calculation seems simple. He's out to right a wrong. In the ruthless world of corporate raiders and activist investors, being likeable is irrelevant. But for his daughter and for his son-in-law, the balance is different. Being liked is everything. The details of the lawsuit undermine the image that they have spent months building up of a perfect, frictionless lifestyle and a perfect, frictionless wedding. It reveals to the world how carefully constructed the whole thing is. That's a problem when the one thing you're selling is yourself and your image. Because if there's one thing that matters in the world of Gen Z social media, it's authenticity. Step inside the Telegraph's newsroom with me, Camilla Tomini. And me, Kamal Ahmed. Join us every weekday for The Daily Tea. A new podcast that brings you a frank and fearless take on today's headlines. From politics and the big social debate. To business, economics and sport. Enjoy lively conversation with a healthy dose of humour. And agenda-setting interviews with the people who make the news. If you know your own mind, you'll like what's on ours. Join us for The Daily Tea every weekday afternoon. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. By February of this year, 2023, Nelson Pelt says he'll end his bid for a seat on Disney's board after Chief Executive Bob Iger announces a restructuring plan, including cuts and redundancies. This was a great win for all the shareholders. Management at Disney now plans to do everything that we wanted them to do. We wish the very best to Bob, his management team, the board. We will be watching. We will be rooting. And the proxy fight is over. It's reported that in just three months, he's made a profit of around $154 million on paper. How much money did you make? Well, who's counting? While that fight's wrapping up, the other one, the $159,000 one, it goes nuclear. Nicole Braggin and Ariana Grijalba, the wedding planners, they dispute most of the claims in the lawsuit. They counter-sue Nelson Peltz for breach of contract, and they add Nicola Peltz and her mother, Claudia, as third-party defendants. 
It's a bomb dropped right into the laps of Nicola and Brooklyn. It is hard to cultivate a brand new effortless image when your texts are being shared all over the internet telling a different story. But that's certainly something to think about is that your dirty laundry is definitely being aired if you sue someone. And that's uh, that's one of the few defenses that someone who has much less money than you is being sued by you here in the United States has, is if you're a person, you're a public figure, and you care about the public reputation of people in your family or people who are mentioned in communications, then maybe you'll think twice about suing. And you know that, of course, is, that seems to be conflicting with his sort of his bulldog persona, which is, you know, go after every penny. If Nelson Peltz's filing is a Hollywood drama, the countersuit is a reality TV show. The claws are out. The wedding planners deny the claim that Nicola is a world-famous actress. They say they saved the Peltz family from, quote, public humiliation by bringing order to a chaotic situation. And they call Nelson Peltz a billionaire bully. David Tutera is a luxury event planner who's worked with everyone from Jennifer Lopez to King Charles. He says the countersuit is a risky move. Our clients are all over us to make sure that we don't have anything that's actually secretive that's going to go blow up and cause an issue for them. I mean, sometimes we have to sign lots of NDAs, right, with clients. Mm. I, I just don't think it's a smart thing to do. Predictably, it goes viral. The delicate balance between the worlds of wealth and fame that the Pelts Beckhams tread has tipped towards wealth. And it's at the expense of their celebrity fortunes. The anatomy of a super wedding, it turns out, isn't always so pretty. Would any of us actually give a shit about this wedding were it not for the insane lawsuit? Absolutely not. Plus, everyone knows the litigation is likely to last longer than the actual marriage itself. You know how your wedding's supposed to be like the best day of your life? Well, not so much for Nicola Peltz and Brooklyn Beckham. Mark Nimerko is a luxury wedding and event planner based in London. Past clients include James and Julia Corden and Rochelle and Marvin Humes. The average price tag for one of Mark Nemerko's weddings is between £250,000 and £500,000, although some have budgets much higher than that. We took over a very well-known hotel in London and the, the bedroom cost alone was half a million and put everyone up with that wedding. Every single guest was given their own chauffeur. They were all flying in from from abroad into London, and every single guest had a chauffeur for the weekend. The Peltz lawsuit spread like wildfire across the luxury wedding industry. I don't think there's ever been something so public. I don't think we've seen anything else like it. Enclosed in the countersuit's exhibits are 127 pages of text messages exported from a group chat set up to discuss the wedding after the two planners are brought on board. It's not just them and the couple, but Nicola's mother, Claudia Peltz, her stylist, her PR agent and her acting coach. They call the chat the real planners. I've never organised a wedding, but I've been in enough nightmare Hindu group chats to know that this is that on steroids. So we actually, we, it's in our contract. We do not join WhatsApp groups. We refuse. The countersuit states that over the course of nine days, 1,400 messages were sent in total. Nicola, who's on set in LA, is too busy to discuss matters on the phone. Nelson Peltz's lawsuit claims that the original wedding planner, Preston Bailey, left the job six weeks before the wedding after a year working on it because of logistical challenges and the grand scale of the event. 
A source close to the Peltz family say they parted amicably. But it's clear from the messages that the relationship had soured. 24th of February, 2022. 1.30pm. Nicola Peltz. Fire Preston's assistants. Cut them off. Claudia Peltz. Please just gather as much info as you can. Let's move on. They are so incompetent. Preston agrees. Nicola Peltz. I hate them. Ariana Grijalba. On it. Preston Bailey is the go-to event planner for celebrities and billionaires alike. Oprah is a repeat client. So are the Trumps. I have never, ever, ever heard a bad word about Preston. Ever. Mm. By anybody in the industry that knows him, that's met him, um, that's worked with him. So I think that says a lot. Preston Bailey, who has likely signed a non-disclosure agreement, has commented publicly to say that he simply overcommitted and that Nicola was great. There's no bad blood. He did not respond to our request for comment. Would would you have taken the wedding on six weeks out? No. So one of my rules is if if you have come from a planner, even if it's a planner that I know isn't very good at their job, we will not take it on. So if we're a second planner or, or something, I just think there's a reason. A text from Nicola Peltz's assistant submitted as part of the countersuit states that Nicole Braggin and Ariana Grijalba are actually the sixth planners to be fired from the Peltz-Beckham wedding. A source close to the Peltz-Beckhams said this was an exaggeration. By the time the two new planners come on board for the April wedding, the clock is ticking. Nicole Braggin describes the situation as a crime scene. 25th of February, 2022, 12.01pm. Nicola Peltz. OMG, more like a murder scene. The organising is mostly taken care of by Nicola and her mum. Brooklyn pipes up occasionally, although his contributions don't always go down well. 26th of February, 2022, 3.55pm. Nicola Peltz. I do not trust Brooklyn with this. You should be asking an assistant. He has no idea and is guessing. Ariana Grijalba. Love heart emoji. He is trying to help. Thank you for your patience, guys. In fact, they are generally ignored. 3rd of March, 2022, 6.54pm. Brooklyn Beckham. We should ask the security at the wedding to get those guns that shoot a net because there's probably going to be drones. Nobody replies to Brooklyn in the chat. The group chat becomes the place for everything from the type of pyjamas the wedding party will wear to what's going on with the silk COVID masks for staff and who is coming to the wedding. With six weeks to go, they still don't actually know. 3rd of March, 2022, 1.09am. Nicola Peltz. DeSantis must be off the guest list. Please confirm. Claudia Peltz. Important first thing in AM. 3rd of March, 2022, 5.13am. Ariana Grijalba. Did you see him on the list I sent today? I've triple checked, even with Tony. Unless he has an artistic name he goes by, he's not there. It shows the competing objectives at play. An appearance at his daughter's wedding by Florida's Ron DeSantis might have made good business sense for Nelson Peltz. The Republican governor also recently took on Disney, and both are keeping a close eye on Disney chief executive Bob Iger. But having the heir apparent to the Trump throne at their wedding would not play well for Nicola and Brooklyn in the image-conscious, hypersensitive world of social media. 
It is a cancellation waiting to happen. And Nicola knows it. 2nd of March, 2022, 6.33pm. Nicola Peltz. Alex, my PR, needs to OK all political people on this list. Over the nine-day period that Nicole Braggin and Ariana Grijalba work on the wedding, they desperately try to wrangle the guest list into shape. The Beckhams are praised for their organisation, but despite a year-long planning process with Preston Bailey, the Peltzes have failed to provide an accurate guest list. It keeps changing. The contact details are wrong. And according to the countersuit, are keen to keep any problems a secret from the Beckhams. But just to be clear, one of the things I can't do for you is I can't write your guest list, and it's a rule. In a long meeting on the 1st of March 2022, Nelson Peltz allegedly says he wants to cancel the wedding and describes it as a shit show. His wife begs him not to. You know, for someone that has no idea about this world and is reading these messages and they're trying to assess, is this normal or is this an example of chaos. It's not normal, it's total chaos. I think that overriding thing of having a full view now, of of reading through all of this correspondence, this isn't normal. So yeah, this is insane in the sense of an, an exceptionally extreme case. After new invites are sent, Nicola repeatedly asks for real time updates on the digital guest list. Nicole Braggin and Ariana Grijalba explained why the technology makes that difficult, but they're flailing. Here's David Tutera again. They made decisions that they could have said yes or no to and had a conversation with their clients and had a really strict conversation about what can and cannot be done. Their texts get more frantic and more defensive and you can tell that the wedding planners are losing control of the situation and of the crowd. A planner is like the conductor of an orchestra. It's the director of a movie. It's the choreographer of the the ballet. If you make one mistake, you're ruining everyone's lives. Nelson Peltz claims that at one point, Ariana Grijalba cries to him on the phone. In the end, it's Formula One driver, Lewis Hamilton, a friend of David Beckham, who is the final straw. 4th of March, 2022, 7.20pm. Nicola Peltz. Lewis Hamilton did not RSVP. So explain why his name's on the list, please. We spoke to him. We spoke to him, so explain why you said he RSVP'd yes. Ariana Grijalba. Give me a sec. Claudia Peltz. Sure. Within hours, Nelson Peltz calls Ariana Grijalba and terminates their employment. The countersuit includes a summary of that conversation. It reads... Ariana, I don't want to keep talking to you. This is clearly not going to work. I will have my people call you. I don't like to have these type of conversations. My wife and daughter are clearly putting me in a very uncomfortable position. Just send everything my way. We approached Nelson Peltz for comment about this conversation and others alleged in the countersuit. A source close to the Peltz family said that there is no evidence or proof of these conversations occurring. Nicole Braggin and Ariana Grijalba did not respond to our request for comment. 4th of March, 2022, 9.56pm. Nicola Peltz left the conversation. Reading the messages reminds me of the Wagatha Christie court case between Rebecca Vardy and Colleen Rooney. We saw behind the curtain into the relationships between celebrities and the newspapers. We saw the ugly reality of how the celebrity sausage gets made. 
When David and Victoria Beckham sold their wedding to OK over 20 years ago, nobody needed them to be authentic. They wanted a spectacle. But the game has changed. Now people want a spectacle and they want constant, unlimited access to something that feels genuine. Who are Nicola Peltz and Brooklyn Beckham, really? Nelson Peltz's lawsuit makes clear that not even they really know the answer. When they invited the world into their relationship and into their wedding, they offered up a manicured narrative. Now the audience knows they're being sold a story. And in 2023, that no longer cuts it. If the wedding was supposed to launch Brooklyn and Nicola into A-list celebrity orbit, like it did his parents back in 1999, then the lawsuit has, at least temporarily, brought them back down to earth. His gossip columnist, Lainey Louie. Is it a misstep when it comes to Hollywood's strategy and fame management? I will say it's certainly not a great look for his daughter. No matter how perfect the couple, the family, the day, no matter how fair the case, the framing of the billionaire bully is hard to get around. To wedding planner Mark Nemurko, the Peltz family come across as privileged egomaniacs. And it couldn't really come at a worse time. The public mood has shifted since this time last year. There's a cost-of-living crisis, an eat-the-rich mentality, and a new cultural obsession with Nepo babies, the privileged children of the rich and famous who are accused of making their name through nepotism. Chris Lockery is editor of Pop Bitch, the celebrity gossip newsletter. They were the first to report on Preston Bailey leaving the wedding. I would think this only sort of makes them look... Uh, like disinterested, self-involved nepo babies, which is really the sort of thing they probably are trying to avoid. It, it's the w- the worst possible combination of being very fixated on tiny details and then very, very sloppy with actual proper logistics that might help. Instead of an it couple, Nicola and Brooklyn become the nepo babies in chief, and there is an undeniable tone of glee to some of the coverage of the lawsuit. I asked Lainey Louie if all this attention on two young people was justifiable. Nobody wants their group chat read by millions. At least when they were planning the wedding and executing the wedding, wanted us to care about it. So once the public has already been invested in a story and encouraged by the players within that story, it's really hard to put that genie back in the bottle. Oh, I want to keep watching this show. It turns out there's a part two. And the part two went from a love story to, like, a legal thriller. It's the downside of folding your professional life into your personal life. The countersuit alleges that when Nelson Peltz wanted to cancel the wedding, his wife said doing so would destroy Nicola's career. Yes, this is a private family moment. But it's also a career opportunity for both Nicola and Brooklyn. It's a business deal of a different kind. The question is, did Nelson Peltz recognise that? And if so, why risk it for what is, to him, likely worth less than a day's work? No, it does not surprise me to hear that Nelson Peltz or or someone with his track record is fighting over perhaps $150,000 and being litigious. Because, you know, the mindset that he has is sort of a bulldog watching every penny bottom line mindset is what one needs to get to that level of wealth. 
A source close to the Peltz family said Nelson Peltz was a fierce defender of his daughter, that he is not a litigious man and pointed out that he has not filed a lawsuit against anyone else in 15 years. And they said that stress brought about by the planners took away a -a once-in-a-lifetime wedding planning experience and the damages incurred necessitated a response. One source with inside knowledge of the US entertainment industry said it felt like an amateur move. Why go to all that trouble of protecting the wedding with ironclad non-disclosure agreements just to invite such exposure? It's like he's misunderstood the rules of the game. A senior business leader in the US who has been involved in fights with activist investors described them to me as master manipulators. They pick their moment when their target is weak and they humiliate them by criticising them publicly. But litigation is a more level playing field, one that Nelson Peltz might not be used to. You are always going to leave more of yourself on the table. And that is especially risky when the carefully curated star power that Nicola and Brooklyn have garnered in recent months comes mainly from their image, not from their careers. In the world of business, Nelson Peltz is king. In the world of celebrity, the Beckhams are king. Their children are not. They are smack bang in the middle of the Venn diagram of wealth and fame. But they're sort of falling through the middle. They do not have the career-based clout of Nelson Peltz. They do not, yet, have the support base that David and Victoria, a footballer and a pop star, had back in 1999. The world of celebrity has fundamentally shifted in the two decades since then. And social media followers are not the same as fans. Attention is not admiration. The Beckhams were reportedly horrified when the lawsuit was announced. As a couple, they've weathered their fair share of scandals, snobbery and rumour. But they're now part of the celebrity establishment, and they are notorious for being PR-savvy. They did not respond to our request for comment. There are whispers that there will be a second Peltz Beckham wedding at some point in the future, a do-over to make things right. One source relayed rumours that this time the Beckhams will be much more involved to smooth things over. But it doesn't look like Nelson Peltz is giving up anytime soon. He's returned fire, filing yet another suit, accusing Nicole Braggin and Ariana Grijalba of making up malicious and mean-spirited allegations tailor-made for the tabloids. He's requested that his daughter Nicola and his wife Claudia are removed from the suit. And he's working with Marty Singer, Hollywood's go-to pit bull lawyer. The list of Marty's high-profile clients reads like the front row at the Academy Awards, including Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Tom Hanks, Harrison Ford, Sylvester Stallone, Bruce Willis, George Clooney, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Sophie Vergara. You can't get much more celeb than him. In his lawsuit, Nelson Peltz presents the wedding as the opportunity of a lifetime for the two wedding planners. It says that the chance to have their names associated with the, quote, wedding of two world-famous celebrities would propel them into wedding planning stardom. I think he's got it mixed up. The wedding was the opportunity of a lifetime for Nicola and Brooklyn. Like his parents before them, they're the ones it was supposed to propel into stardom. A suit like this won't touch Nelson Peltz. He can afford it, and he's built for a fight. The world that Nicola and Brooklyn are trying to make a name in is totally different. Image is everything. 
Think of them, perhaps, like a pair of swans. Bear with me. They want the world to see them effortlessly gliding through the water. Nelson Peltz's lawsuit takes us beneath the surface, to where the mud is being churned by panicked paddling. Nicola and Brooklyn can redo the wedding, and they can restart the PR blitz. But they can't take the story back. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Slow Newscast from Tortoise. It was written and reported by me, Claudia Williams. The producer was Amy Harper, and the editor was Basha Cummings. Sound designed by Sam Mbatha, with thanks to Mateus Sanchez. If you enjoyed this episode of the Slow Newscast and you want to support the journalism that we do at Tortoise, you can become a member for £60 a year. Being a member means you'll receive early and ad-free access to all of our award-winning audio journalism, as well as tickets to live events, newsletters and much more. Just go to tortoisemedia.com forward slash slowdown. That's tortoisemedia.com forward slash slowdown. Tortoise. Step inside the Telegraph's newsroom with me, Camilla Tomini. And me, Kamal Ahmed. Join us every weekday for The Daily Tea. A new podcast that brings you a frank and fearless take on today's headlines. From politics and the big social debate. To business, economics and sport. Enjoy lively conversation with a healthy dose of humour. And agenda-setting interviews with the people who make the news. If you know your own mind, you'll like what's on ours. Join us for The Daily Tea every weekday afternoon. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.